Hello, this is George Lunsford, Rob, Eric, welcome, glad to see y'all here today. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. I think Rob needs to tell tell everybody about our little adventure this weekend and ghost hunting. Well, give a, a slight backstory of uh, what happened. This old guy ca- calls me up. Tells me that he's got uh, some paranormal activity in a uh, location that he, that he owns. I'm not going to, you know, disclose anything because we don't do no such as that. And uh, supposedly a guy got killed in there, and things just didn't exactly add up. Well, I met up with met up with this gentleman. Talked to him for several hours and everything else, and then uh, I agreed that we'd come down there and uh, do a, do an investigation on the on that location. Well, I brought George in, let George talk to him for a little while, and uh, it was it was pretty interesting. We uh, tried to do an EVP session, and I've got a EVP recorder downloaded onto my phone because I couldn't I couldn't find my dousted uh, AVP recorder to take with me which sometimes that happens I'll overlook it or something other and uh, another thing to add to the shopping list well the bad part was I took my voice recorder but I didn't even use it (laughs) so you had one all along I had a voice recorder okay well, that should be good enough to pick up an EVP, don't you well, think? Well, oh, yeah. That's what, that's what we usually use anyways. Okay. Well, mine, I don't know why, but we got 45 seconds into it on the playback. Well, he just kept playing the same thing over and over and over and over. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I thought that was kind of strange. I've never ha- had that to happen. Now, I've had, uh, you know, being able to pick up things with a naked ear that you call a disembodied voice. Cause if you hear it with your ear and the audio recorder picks it up, that's considered what they call a disembodied voice. Now, right, EVP, not an no, a EVP is the machine hears it, but you don't. But at the end of it, the only thing I could figure out when we've done a few playbacks on something, I don't know who's, uh, whose machine it was, but I could have sworn I heard the words, thank you. But it was, it was, it was one of the wildest and weirdest I've ever been on. Well, at least you got some, some results, something, something out of it. That's kind of puzzling and kind of leads credence to, to what he was saying. Don't you think? 
Well, the backstory, listening to the whole backstory of how this guy was murdering and stuff, the timelines didn't add up. So we were having a hard time with that. And we tried to get some kind of sign from the ghost, if there was one there. And we did, we got nothing. We got no kind of response. No death. I didn't really feel, I didn't feel anything in the room. Okay. Now they had some equipment there. I don't know how good it was. I don't know any of the background of the equipment. I don't know any of it. Most of it was phone apps. And I said, I don't, I, I don't trust, phone, I don't trust phone apps, especially like the, that ghost. I'm, I mean, if you radar know. and stuff, that's all, that's all placebo. Junk. I, I found a lot of those. I mean, if they work, that's great. Things were there, but usually I feel it. Now I just didn't feel nothing. Okay. And I was able to explain things falling off the walls and stuff moving with the, right. because of where the place was at, there was a, a very busy road, not far from it. And you could feel the vibration in the floor. When a big truck went by. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now Robert's done more of this stuff than I have. So he, he, he may have seen something I didn't see. Would a, would a, like a night session be better or cause you, you did it during the day. No, we did not. Oh, it was a night session. So the only thing you picked up was that, that one little EVP that might sound like it said, thank you. Well, I couldn't I couldn't tell which whose machine it was, but I could have sworn I heard the words "thank you" and it's and to me it sort of felt like uh, everything just sort of you know went more normal than what it actually actually was. Almost now, like it was staged. No, no. it was. Uh, I mean, you know, granted all. I know I'd, I'd met the guy, talked to him. George had just had met him and was talking to him. And yeah, we're sort of, you know, feeling all three of us out. You know, that's why, you know, most clients are that you got to get a feel for them to see. I'm not going to say somebody's going to come right out and go automatically go into out and out line, but, you know, you got to sort of get a feel of, whether, you know, you're getting a, a good vibe on the way the investigations are going, or you can sort of tell, well, this is going to be a dud. There's, you know, somebody's just right, looking yeah. for attention. But uh, where do you think if this one, one If that guy was uh, still uh, hanging around after he supposedly uh, – Got killed. Well, not supposedly. After he got killed in, in that in that place, is there a record I'm of somebody after, dying there? After we sat down and discussed it, mm-hmm. I know I'm having a little bit of a hard time. I'm trying to explain it without, you know, somebody else. Yeah, saying, "Well, I know exactly what they're talking about." You know what I'm saying, George? Yeah, I'm thinking personally. I think that. I don't think that was actually a honing. I think it's more of a, you know how when something traumatic happens, it burns it in time. Okay. So it's like a, a what is it's like a record that? skipping. 
Right. They, there, there's actually a term. That it's impeded there. into the environment was the word right. I was looking for. Yeah, um, I, I'm thinking that's what it was. It was probably just, it wasn't a true honing. It was more of a, this happened traumatically and it stuck there. And every now and then they may catch a glimpse of what actually happened or with the vibration of the road, it's causing things to move and they're catching stuff on the corner of their eye. But I don't think it was a true home. Which could be you know shadows I mean? from, from cars driving by, the headlights. I think I think it all played that, together, that, yeah. That can I, give I'm you the sensation now, of I, That's a, just what a, I got from it. Of a, 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 a well, I'm not, I'm not like you, George. That's what I got. But uh, on the first uh, go-around when I first met the guy, usually thing, I'll do a walk-around of uh, if it's whether it's a building or whether it's a house or you yeah. know whatever the case is. I'll do a walk around on the outside and he was following me around. He said, what are you doing? I said, uh, there bit of this field dirt, right? He said, yeah. I said, hold on a minute. So I took my foot and I went to kicking up some of the dirt, took me a handful of it and picked it up and got to looking at it. And he said, what are you looking at? I said, right here's your problem. He said, what is it? I said, well, I said, you got sandstone, you got limestone, you got quartz. I said, you're sitting on a battery. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he's probably near a, 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 a some water also. If that'll, that'll yeah, if, if you go about about forty yards behind the location down the hill. Oh yeah, there's, there's a little old creek back there. It's probably. Uh, probably 10 inches wide, maybe three inches deep. I don't know if it's a runoff from something else or it's a, a natural I bet creek. You there's a, I bet you there's a lot of underwater, I mean, underground water around there. And that area. Oh, there is, yeah, yeah there's they, plenty of that there. If you take that and mix it in with uh, field dirt, it's got limestone, sandstone, and got a little bit of quartz in it. Yeah. As old sand goes you got a paranormal smorgasbord sitting there. Right. If a ghost was there, it couldn't leave if it wanted to. There's too, there too much kinetic energy for it to feed off of. Yeah. Now, I guess you did a EVP, uh, I mean, uh, a sweep for the electromagnetic and yeah. didn't pick up I anything. I did the first floor round when I was down there. You know, I could have done That's that. Was, I, 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 I didn't do one Saturday night. There wasn't no need in no, but yeah. well, if you didn't pick up anything, you know, the first time you probably would have picked up anything. No, well, the only thing I really and truly picked up on is is one or two places that sort of got just a little exceptionally warm. Which you oh, yeah. think if you know if there's you know something other just a little bit on the uh, I guess you call it a little bit on the uh, evil side. It'd be uh, be more cold and about to see your breath, but there's one or two. That's North one Carolina, or also. One or, one or two places. Uh, it, it got exceptionally warm in there. Yeah, I was I trying to figure out where it got hot. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where he came, and never could figure it out because the uh, only thing we had as far as electrical goes was. Uh, that power source. There's a there's a power supply in in the fr- in the front room, and had the lights on in the main back room, 
and I think one light in the corner room. Other than that, as as only there's not power, many, not much electricity. Seen. No, but like you said, all that limestone, the quartz, the 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 water. That place, honestly, I think a good time to probably do a a hunt or or an investigation would be during a thunderstorm or a rainstorm. Oh, it was. I, I bet. Oh, it oh, was raining. Oh, yeah, okay. It rained then, yeah, if you didn't pick up anything, you had all yeah. the all the ingredients for for a, a, a that, great. That's why hunt. I think it was more of a a, a burning a, a skip of a record type situation. I think it's more or less residual than anything. Yeah. Residual. That's the word I was Me thinking too. about. Oh. And I just, I wish we would have got more, more that we could say, okay, this is a honing, you know, he moved the, the chimes or straightened the flag, but we didn't get any of that. We didn't get that cold feeling like something passing through you. Now, Robert did get hot in that one spot. Where the murder was posted. I broke out and sweat in that one spot. Yeah. I finally figured it out, too. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, man. Yeah. You're going to leave us hanging? Well, I can't really, I can't really say because I made, made a promise. So there's okay. something I figured out that Robert knows what I'm talking about. Poor listeners. Oh, yeah. Y'all are, y'all are, uh, someday you'll find out. Well, we we don't want to tell when we make a promise to somebody. We don't want to break our the promise. No, to them. no so I'll never do that. That's the like, reason why I, I was having a hard time trying to explain everything I many ago. Because if I said a little bit more than what I wanted to say, I'd have let the cat out of the bag. And and no, I don't want to do that. No, no. it's no, no. You don't, never want to, never want to betray the confidence of anybody. No, and that's not that's not what we do. I mean, we're not nope. going to. No, it. once I make a promise to somebody, that that's it. Uh, Mum's word, my lips are sealed, and no, I'm I'm not going I'm not going to say nothing. But I do I do want to do an investigation if I can get permission over there in Valdez where those kids got killed. Ooh. Oh, that would be killer. Okay, these, these kids. Pardon the there were some kids uh, back in. I'm trying to remember. I think it was the 50s, and they were playing near a bomb shelter. Oh God! And there was a gas leak, and nobody knew about it, and it exploded and killed the kids. Well, I've been hearing reports, and I've been hearing stories from people that they're seeing ghost kids, ghost children. In different spots, so I want to go investigate it. That'd be cool. Where is it? Is it how far? Me. How far is it from you? From Valdez, from here? Mm, I don't know. Uh, 30, 40, 45 minutes, maybe. So you're talking an hour and a half for me to get there, an hour to get to you, maybe. Yeah, and then, if we can get if we can get permission to go, because a lot of these people don't talk about it. And the place that I've got the last report I've got, or not the last report, but one of the main reports I got, we're talking full body apparitions. Oh my god! Awesome of kids, laughter, talking. 
Toys man, bring paper. bring a ball, the ball, have a ball. They toys. actually had one of the people reported to me as seeing a, one of the toys move off the shelf. Dang. And oh, dog, that really will catch you off. Uh, yeah. Do what? That'll catch you off guard. Oh, yeah. What'd you say, Robert? I said, that gets me all tore up. Yeah, I get to bring out big. I get to bring out the big play parties. Oh yeah, but I, I've got. I'm trying to get it logged down. I've got to get a hold of the people that own the building. And Man, that would be to, great. And uh, I'm still doing the research. Hopefully, by then we'll have a couple of uh, thermals to at least use for for ghost hunting. And later on, hopefully, we'll we'll be getting the the big boys so we can do the the big bigfoot hunt and hopefully i'll be healthy enough to be there for it but yeah we're good. working on we're working on some tools to to do some really cool investigations for y'all and and uh so you can enjoy it you know like we do we enjoy hearing stories and we enjoy the experience of making our own tales and stories too so I'm really looking forward to all this stuff going on, but yeah, we're working on the thermal. That'll, that'll be great for an investigation like that. Oh yeah. I mean, and just setting them up in one there, room. If anybody Excuse out me? there listening to us has any encounters, has any stories, has any information you'd like to tell us. My email address is on the bottom here. Feel free to contact me. If you live close enough, we'll come and investigate it. That would be, yeah, I'd love to. Even if it's a, a short field trip, it'd be fun. You know, just to, just to do it, you know, just enjoy the experience, meet new people, uh, you know, share their experiences, learn from them. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're like they, like Ghostbusters says, we're here to believe you. But as long as I make Robert get something to eat and I make you eat, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eating is tough for me, but I will. Just say. don't stop at a red lobster during endless shrimp, whatever you do. Oh, God. <laughs> is that a hint we'll never get out? <laughs> well, I have a, you can ask my wife, I have a tendency to scare the cook to death. Okay. Me and a buddy of mine. Huh? Me and a buddy of mine went to uh, Red Lobster in uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. <laughs> Between me and him both, we knocked down 52 plates. <laughs> oh, my God. You go home. The waitress come out there, and she was just as wide as a bed sheet. She said, my God. She said, when are you going to quit? And I said, well, I stood up and shook one leg. I said, I got that leg full. I said, I'm working on the other leg now. Oh she said, God. What in the world's wrong with you two? And I said, Well, honey, we only, I said, we only come to town twice a year. And she gave me this real funny look. I said, Twice a year. I said, Yeah, once for endless shrimp, another time for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And if I'm mistaken, I think we knocked down three pitchers of beer while we was at it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, if it makes anybody feel better, while I'm in Mississippi, I'll be eating lots of shrimp, lots of seafood. 
You're gonna come you back lucky to like a flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting that Cajun stuff, so you know. Oh, flamingo! When you come back, get it all pink with all the shrimp and all that. That's it, man. That's it. He'll be coming. He'll be coming back talking with a Cajun accent. Yo, 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 yo. oh my! <laughs> That's a gator there. Oh, yo! <laughs> I can't do the Creole. I can't do it. Even though my my rack main and boot camp was actually from Louisiana, so <laughs> yeah, that that's about all I could do of his of his accent. Well, my best friend, God rest his soul, was from Lake Charles, and I married a woman from New Orleans. So I mean, you know, oh my God! So no wonder you come down to Greenville to go to that 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 New Orleans place. Oh yeah, the lost Cajun. Yeah, we need to we need we need to plan another another get together. Maybe even sit there and do a recording. We can we can do a remote recording sometime. Well, I got but, we got to come down. I promised you I'd come down and sign your book, and I still hadn't made it yet. Yeah, I got I got the I need to get up there. I need to get up there. It, it, this is about the nicest part of the year to get up to 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 that area of North Carolina when the leaves start changing and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, but. With that, I'd like to to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and take a little break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. And here's George. Hey, what's going on? You know, we're talking about that investigation. I like you know, some other places I'd love to go check out. Uh, we have some graveyards around here. It'd be fun to go check out. We have up by the VA hospital, they have the old VA quarters. And I would give anything to go there and check that out. Or the old craggy prison right here below the house. It's oh. just getting permission to go to us the problem because the state owns it and they don't like giving permission. No. Buddy of mine's a uh he's a uh sergeant with the uh, North Carolina Division of Prisons. And he said, Man, he says a lot of these places it's uh prisons has been shut down. He said you about wasting your time, he said. I asked him. For, he said they'll look at you like you got four heads, and he yeah. said he'll just not make them mad. Well, Department of Transportation owns the old Craggy Prison now. Really? Yeah, they've got all their. They got a bunch of vehicles down there that they keep locked up and everything. But the oh, thing okay. about the old Craggy Prison is a lot of it had sales to the outside, so you can see a lot of it from the outside. Oh, wow. I didn't know if it's still standing or not. I hadn't been out that way in probably eight years. It is, but not well. <laughs> oh. It's concrete and everything, so it's going to stay up pretty good. But it's 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 pretty hazardous from what I've been told. But We'll definitely have to check TV it out during the day before we go. Do what? We'll definitely have to check it out during the day before we go at night. Well, we no, gotta get permission because yeah. you get you can yeah. get shot going up there right now. 
Or worse, get put in jail. Yeah. I'll take getting shot. That'll be good. No, I hate getting shot. I no, I, I don't like that. I've been I've been shot by rock salt once. I don't get shot mm. by nothing else. <laughs> I've had a Chinese star thrown at me. I got shot with rock salt from about fifteen feet away from the by the dub barrel shotgun. Oh my god. Ooh. Rolled me through the yard. Oh, Cut man. through my clothes and in my skin. Mm. Mm. Well, no, he told you. me to have his daughter home by 10, and I didn't get her home to 12. I was young. Railroad ragging. you're not a ghost right now. <laughs> Many times I should have been a ghost right now. <laughs> hey, I, I, I died once. Uh, several times I come a cat's hair winding up being an EVP. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely, I actually technically was dead. You know, they stopped my heart. And they pulled out all my blood. Oh, that's right. So technically, I, I'm, a, I'm a, I've been on the other side. He's a zombie. I wish. That's what's wrong with him. He's a zombie. We've I'd rather be a vampire than a zombie, though. I'm getting ready to say him. Category falls more into a vampire. <laughs> I'd rather be a vampire, man, any day. Are you trying to say he sucks or what? <laughs> hey, I'm a daywalker. Just, just watch how nervous he gets around holy water. <laughs> nah, no, no problem with holy water. I'm a day. I'm a. I'm a good daywalker. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, how, uh, are there any other places uh, you've you've thought of uh, up there? We should do well, an investigation you know, in Rob's uh, cemetery. That's true. Rob Cemetery would be fun, a good place to go check out. It's open anytime you guys want to go. We go there today and get set up, check everything out, make sure we know how to move around. Just going to wait for the rattlesnakes to den up. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere the snakes is out. I knew. Nah, I, I don't mind snakes, but rattlesnakes, nah. He's got rattlesnakes and copperheads. That's not a good combination. No. And besides, on top of that, somebody liable uh, if I was to get on one, you can ask my wife. Groundhogs will just about bring me my mail. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really really up in the boonies. Robert? I I live so far back in the the sticks. Creek only runs twice a week. Mail runs once a month, and that's by carrier pigeon. (laughs) And we have to pump sunshine in. (laughs) <laughs> and for Christmas, the guy brings the, the, the Christmas cards by horse, by pony. Oh, yeah. No, I stole his horse. <laughs> and you got to go uphill both ways to get to the general store. Well, he, he got so bad snowy one year. <clears throat> I was trying to get, get down the road, and I had to walk back to the house to get a shovel to dig myself out. Oh my gosh! I can believe that. Out there where you're at, yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> now, now having—I don't know if everybody knows—when we talked about Robert's cemetery, Robert actually, Rob actually has a cemetery on his property that he, he cares owns the cemetery, for. Yes, he owns the cemetery. So when we talk about Rob's cemetery, it really is Rob's cemetery. Now, Rob, Absolutely. have you ever had any any experiences out there, seen any orbs or maybe mists or anything? 
No, I did get a picture. I lost it on one of my computers uh, several years ago. It, the computer crashed, and I lost the picture. But I did have a uh, a Civil War soldier that I caught on uh, on camera standing next to one of the tombstones inside that cemetery. Oh, wow. Cool. That's awesome, man. I, I bet mean, you, you, can definitely, see the, definitely you can see will the gun. Be able you can see full-bodied apparition. I mean... It, it was the Mac Daddy, and uh, I had it on a uh, desktop, and I told that oldest boy of mine, I said, quit playing World of Warcraft on my, on my computer, and it, he didn't pay me a bit more attention than nothing, and it locked it down and caused it to crash. And yeah. I tried to recover it, and I, I think I had 3,200 pictures on there and lost every one of them. Oh. But Man. the funny part was, I've I've got a uh, a relative buried in that graveyard, well yeah. several in fact, but uh, one in particular. I think it was uh, 1836, if I'm not bad fooled, is uh, is when he killed his wife, and I've got uh, I've got his remains buried in that uh, in that graveyard. Well, my uncle is buried within, uh, I think within four foot of uh, Stephen's grave. Now, that, that was my relative's name. His name was uh, Stephen Effler. And uh, you can find the book on Amazon. It, I can't remember the, uh, the one who wrote it, but there's uh, two or three other books out there by two or three other different authors. And the, uh, the titles may have changed, but the one in particular... That's about as close to the truth as you're going to get. It's called Hanged by a Dream. Okay, the reason why it's called Hanged by a Dream, there was a preacher had a dream that this lady came to him and just kept aggravating him, kept aggravating him, kept aggravating him let, to let him know that she had gotten killed. Well, when they caught wind of the... Uh, lady being uh, supposedly found dead in her bed when they uh, put her in the wagon and was taking her to the graveyard preacher run and got the sheriff well they stopped the funeral procession and back in all the women had uh, dresses that came up you know pretty high up on high up on her neck and everything and uh, when they uh Lifted up the casket, preacher started unbuttoning her, uh, unbuttoning around her neck. Well, back in, you didn't do something like that unless that was your wife, because you'd be considered, you know, a weirdo, a pervert, right. or you know, something like along them lines. And they saw the bruise marks and saw the fingerprints around her neck where he killed her. So the sheriff arrested him right there on the spot and took him down to, uh, down in McDowell County, and they hung him in, uh, I was trying to think of the name of that furniture factory's uh, parking lot. Um, I think it's called Drexel Furniture, what oh, used yeah. to be yeah. down there. Yeah. Well, but before, long before that furniture factory's there, that's where they done all the public hangings and, and everything. So uh, they hung him there. They buried her over in Mitchell County because I think that's where she was originally from. 
over on, uh, I think it's over on Cub Creek, if I'm not bad fool. And uh, they buried him about a mile down the road below my house in, in the graveyard, which I, my, my daddy bought it, and then daddy decided he didn't want nothing to do with it. I told him, I said, well, I'll take it. And he just looked at me sort of weird, and he said, you're going to take a graveyard? And I said, well, yeah. I said, but far, I said, ain't but about two more plots left up here. I said, I just might as well be buried up here. I said, then I can watch it forever. And he just looked at me sort of funny and said, okay, just, you know, you can have it. So uh, when my uncle died, his uh, life's wishes was to be cremated, so we buried his ashes right next to Stephen, like I said, about four foot. Yeah. Well, one particular night about, uh, I think it was about three years ago, if I'm not bad fool, me and my wife decided to get a wild hire. It was about one o'clock in the morning, right in the middle of the summertime. We took a uh, spirit box up there now. The theory is on a spirit box, what it does, it runs through uh, radio stations real, real fast. And it's supposed to generate enough energy that uh, spirits can use that to talk through. Now, if anybody's got any small kids, plug their ears. I'm not trying to be nasty. I'm just telling you what came through the spirit box. I set the spirit box down on my uncle's uh, tombstone, got to ask him questions, and... Uh, the words kept coming through on the spirit box, hanged, jailed, murder, everything that coincided with the actual story. Yeah. Well, St my relative Stephen was getting pretty irate with the questions that I was asking. He was demanding that I leave, tell me to go away. And I told him, I said, no, I said, I'm not going to leave. I said, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I said, you're going to tell me what happened. Well, all of a sudden, he sort of hushed just a little bit. Well, just for meanness, I turned around. I asked my uncle, I said, hey, Ed, I said, what is his malfunction? Why is he mad? Same words come across in a different voice, but it came through in my uncle's voice. Hanged, caught, murdered, jailed. So I'm sitting there going, okay. I said, Uncle Ed, I said, is this you? Now, there, here's the part. I'm not trying to be nasty. I'm just, you know, letting letting everybody out there in general public, if you got little kids listening to this, plug boring, their ears. Boring, and, boring. Just, you know, I'm just repeating what came through. I'm I'm not fabricating nothing. This is God's honest gospel truth. I said, Uncle Ed, I said, are you sure this is you? The words that came through the spirit box was, yes, ice hole, it's me. Oh and that's what my uncle used to call me when he'd get aggravated with me when he was alive. He'd call me his little ice hole. My wife calls me that. And uh, I stood there a minute and I thought, well, hot dog, there's my, there's my Uncle Ed. I mean, we were standing within a foot and a half of his ashes anyways, you yeah. know, during the EVP session. So, you know. And it, and it was his voice. I mean, I I know his voice anywhere. I mean, I, it was unmistakable. It wasn't no. It wasn't nothing recreated. It wasn't nothing conjured up. I mean, that's just the way it was. Well, when I went yeah. back to Stephen and went to asking him more questions, 
all of a sudden, the wind started picking up. I said, Stephen, is that you? And we heard a woman crying. I mean, sounded like her heart was completely teetotally broke. She was bawling her eyes out. Where the the graveyard is located, there was never no house around where that graveyard was at. Mm -hmm. Nothing. There's just barely is a little trickle of of a creek, and it only runs maybe three times a year. It, you know, depending on the weather, it's kind of like a wet weather spring, kind of. Oh, yeah. But yeah. You, you could hear her a crying her heart out. And the whole entire time, coming through that spirit box, Steve was screaming. I mean, bloody murder, screaming, leave, go, go away. I don't want you here. I just finally told him, I said, only way you're going to get me to leave, big boy. I said, you got to make me leave. And that, I mean, the hair started standing up on my arms. The hair started standing up on her arms. And we was looking around, hoping we had made him man enough, mad enough to manifest, but he never would manifest and show himself. And he just finally, finally hushed. And I told him, I said, we're going to get to the bottom of this. I said, we're going to your wife's grave. And about that time, I heard my uncle's voice come across that spirit box. Oh, no. Like, you know, somebody saying, oh, crap, you've done it now. You know, that yeah. kind of mentality. But uh, after that, the wind died down. And, I mean, it was just as deathly quiet as it could be. And that's basically about it. I mean, if I'd have thought, I'd have took the uh, audio recorder with me to recorded the whole thing. But this was just, a, you know, off the top of the head whim yeah. that um, – do you think well, the, never did think it, but even though that was a personal experience, you can't log it down as a, mm-hmm. you know, cause you didn't, you didn't have the evidence to back right, it up. Right, right. Yeah. The, and, yeah. 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 The story to tell now, do you think maybe when, when he was saying go away, I don't want you here. Could it be that he was saying that to the female spirit? I think he's more or less directing it towards me because I was hitting, I was hitting all kinds of questions as I was hitting too hard, too hard to heart. Wow! I was asking him why he done it, and what possessed him to do it, and I can I can take you and show you exactly where the house sat, and uh, to give you an idea. The yellow line just about runs through the front porch where the house used to sit. Okay, yeah. so you're right on. Have you ever done an investigation on your own home? Oh, on my own home? Yeah. Uh, you ever feel anything? I mean, I bet you you probably have EVPs and stuff going around there. As I'd say I probably do. I've never really truly done one. I do know at one point in time, I know, you know, some people will probably life and make fun. Well, if they do, I don't care. I had a, uh, a schnauzer at one point in time. And uh, before we got the uh, other schnauzer, it looks just like her. She, she was 17 or 17 and a half year old. She, she passed away in here in the house. And uh, I was, 
she she was my little buddy. If my sugar or, or at that time, if my heart was uh, screwing up, she'd uh, root me in the bed and wake me up and let me know what was going on. And I know, you know, which medication to reach and grab a hold of. Or if my sugar dropped too daggum low, I'd, I'd know to run in the kitchen if I, if I was able and get something other to eat, you know, bring my sugar back up. Well, I was lost without, without that little old dog. I, I couldn't sleep a bat. Didn't know what in the world I was going to do. Wife, she was hunting everywhere, and the closest dog she could find, it was about $2,800. And I said, Lord God, I'm not paying $2,800 for another dog. And uh, every great now and then, that dog had a certain gait. And it, this dog has got the same same type of gait. I mean, to me, I think the other dog came back as this one in a puppy. That's what I think. You'd be laying in bed of a night, and the uh, first dog we had, her name was Candy as well, just like this one here. You could hear her walking through the house. Hmm. And they wasn't no other, at that time, they wasn't other, no other dog here. The only thing that I had was a, uh, was a cat, and cat would be on the bed and be uh, looking in the kitchen turning his head sideways like, I'm seeing something. I bet you cats see things. But uh, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say the cat probably seen that dog. And when it, when she got, you know, when the sound of the uh, footprints got to the uh, carpet in the bedroom, it hush. Oh, yeah. Now, years ago, if somebody would have asked me about, you know, something like that happening or somebody else being re reincarnated and this, that, and the other, I'd looked at you and said, you better go down there and check yourself into the nervous hospital on account of you've lost your mind. What but, you talking about, Willis? Yeah, I mean, it, it would have it been, you know, one of them Gary Coleman moments, what you talking about, Willis. But... Uh, after after hearing that, that changed my mind. That's wild. It is wild. But on that, we'll go ahead and take a quick break here, and we'll be right back with some more uh, stories and information if you want any. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you for putting up with us. And uh, here's George. It, it's hard to compete with Robert's stories. He's just got some great ones, you know. <laughs> he does. I'm running some strange stuff. Oh, what happened? You're right. I'm sorry. I heard something. Did you? You went in around. I said, I've run into some strange stuff in my day, and some of it I can explain a little bit. A lot of it, I'm still scratching my head. <laughs> That's me, man. I, you know, I, I've had some weird experiences. Uh, everybody knows I died once and come back, crossed that veil, seen the other side, all that good stuff. Well, there, after that happened, I was seeing ghosts a lot. 
lot more than I do now. I don't see them as much. I feel more than I see. But at that time, I could be riding down the road and go by where there was a car accident, and the victim that died would be sitting beside me in my vehicle. And I wow. looked over. I didn't even scare me after a while, but I just looked over, and I'd say I'd speak to them and talk to them as I drove down the road until they disappeared. Uh, and different things happen. And like I told the guys during the break, we have a graveyard over across the road from me, across the bridge, and <laughs> there was a, a grave separate from some of the other ones. It was a black man. And every time I would go to cross the bridge in my car, I'd look down there and he would pop up. He would flip me off and start laughing. So I don't know what, what he, I guess I was his entertainment afterlife, <laughs> but you could hear him laughing all the way across the bridge. And then you look back and he was, he was gone. And I've had the best one. I got to say though, the best ghost story I've got for you is, is me and the wife was sitting here. This hadn't been that long ago. We were sitting here and our ring camera went off. The door ring camera went off. And we flipped it on and we seen this white, almost full body apparition haze come out of the side of the house and stop right in front of the ring camera. And it looked like its head looked into the ring camera and then turned and then put it straight all the way down the porch and off the porch and disappeared. And we haven't had a problem since. Oh, wow. Now, my wife can testify to that one. That was too bad you, didn't, you weren't able to keep that recording. Well, we did have it recorded for about two days. And after two days, it just disappeared. We was never able to pull it back up again. We could pull what happened before. We could pull what happened after, but we could not pull that section back up again. That's really crazy. That's why I've, I've had that happen time or two on the on some evidence that we had caught, and I don't know what caused the uh, computerized hiccup, but we're getting ready to put everything together and you know burn it onto a CD. Yeah. And we'd be looking for three or four days all over trying to figure out, you know, where it got moved to on the hard drive and whatnot. It's gone. Ain't that weird? I mean, absolutely gone. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. I mean, you have it. You have it recorded on digital. Yeah. And, huh. I could see magnetic, but digital is really wild that it. It's just disappearing just like that. Yeah. It's almost like maybe they it got scrubbed. I don't know. It's just, it don't make any sense. I don't, I don't really understand it. I understand a lot of stuff about ghosts, but that's one thing I don't know. I'm no expert by any means though. Robert. Oh, I'm not either. Don't claim to be. Well, you're, you're much closer than I am. <laughs> I've talked to him. Well, I've been a ghost since 2007, but I'm. Yeah. I still learn stuff every day, and not every investigation you go on is going to be the same. What what usually works on one investigation, you go, you take that same principle and you try to apply it to the next one. You go if you if you depend on that all the time, 
Yeah. You're going to be bat batting minus a thousand because. So there's no formula. It, it's just, you know, the different types of supposed home versus, you know, something other that's actually there. Sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it won't. I mean, yet. He'll leave you scratching your head, and you got to. The old saying, but saying is, you got to back up and punt again. Yeah. yeah. Now we, we, you know, we had mentioned phone apps a while ago. Now you have more experience at this. Than have you found the phone apps that work? Only one that's come real close. I've got one on on my on my phone, and sixty five percent of the time. It'll spit out words that is pertinent to the investigation that you're on. Yeah. But most of the time, it'll spit out words and you're sitting there scratching your head going, this don't make a lick of sense. And it don't even pertain to what, what even actually happened or, or even part of the history of uh, the location of where you're at. Yeah. Well, I'm, and I'm, he's, I'm uh, about those things. That's what makes me want to ask. Because I know other people out there are seeing these phone apps, and other people out there are spending some of them even spending money on these things, and I just don't know no. what to trust and what not to trust. I think we're I, better off just going with the regular equipment, don't you? Most of the time, if you Absolutely. go ahead and you I read mean, the description, it'll tell you that this is for entertainment purposes only, well, not a real research. Right. So I, I don't think, I think those are just, they throw random generated words in there and it just throws them out. And, and a lot of times it, a generality will apply to an investigation, but I, I don't trust anything on a phone, even like that ghost radar one. And yeah. those Oh, are that ghost things. radar is a joke. I mean, that's an absolute joke. Yeah. Now, uh, it might be other uh, investigators out there watching and listening to this. You know, automatically giving me the middle finger on account of I said that, but I mean, in all honesty, it is. It, it, it's a joke to me. If you want the best equipment to use on a ghost hunt, you're better off with a handheld thermal. Yeah. Reach on it's probably it. fifty foot. The IR night vision cameras, they work well. Yep. The uh, audio recorders you can't be, you can't beat them. The ones that's digital, they've got some fancy ones that uh, we had one at one point in time we was using on an investigation. It was about uh, about like that. <clears throat> had two little prongs come up on on the end of it. I think it was a kind of like a cross microphone thing. Zoom oh, yeah, or something like that was yeah, the uh, name of it. But it had a little old meter about yay big and about yay wide. And if you asked a question, it was it was voice activated is what it was. If you asked yeah. a question and hushed, waiting for a response, and the uh, it would uh, you know you go along with your voice. But if everything was real good and quiet, and then all of a sudden that meter went to going crazy after you had nine times out of ten, you had you had an EVP there, you might get a hello, or you might get a uh, who are you, uh, or what are you doing here, or go away, you know, something oh, along them lines. Yes. 
And, you know, a, a digital camera that's got probably 24 megapixels or something like that is, is a real good piece of equipment, a real good uh, night vision uh, Full video camera. Uh, even, even your own, uh, whether they're uh, wireless or hardwired, if you get some, get one of those uh, security camera systems that's got anywhere between four to eight cameras on them, where you can place them uh, strategically in, in different locations and oh, yeah, have yeah. the uh, power, you know, to sit there and look at a monitor, you're going to get better results out of that. Like I said, that one app that I do have on my phone, and 65% of the time, it will, it will, pertain to what your the investigation that you on the rest of the time it's throwing out words and, and you're sitting there thinking this ain't nowhere near and you and you have to write that off but if it sort of you know follows a certain a yeah a certain line of questioning and gives you the answers to that yeah you can you can take it with a grain of salt don't you know don't jot it down as Oh God, uh, little Johnny's over here sitting in this chair and he's answering everything. Just you know, just bam, 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 bam. Oh, that odds are probably not little Johnny. You probably just happen to get lucky. Yeah, right. But but as far as you know, it's not like a real week. Speaking, of, I, I do it a little dab old school. Security cameras, EMF detectors, K two meters. A lot of people well, throw rocks at K2. K2 ain't nothing but EMF detector on steroids. That's what it basically boils down to. Well, and, to be honest with you, I prefer the old school way because uh, it's proven. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the phone apps, I just I, I don't trust them. No. Me, you know? The only thing I think we'll end up using our phones for will be if I end up getting us some thermal things that you can connect to your phone. And it uses your camera phone, and it, it or you uses your camera or your phone, and it actually connects to your USB port, and it's a thermal camera. So, so I'm looking at one of those, maybe. Right. Now the only other, uh, what I call a big digital play party, is the uh, SLS cam. Oh yeah. It's uh, the uh, it's. Uh, the Xbox Connect sensor. Now I've I played have one with of those. I have one. And uh, that one investigation we done six years ago, we had one guy build it from the ground up. He knowed what he was doing. I tried to in the world to purchase it off of him, but that was his play hurting. That was his toy, and he didn't he didn't want to give it up. But uh, if there was any, anything actually there. That coincided with the EVPs that we got. We caught it with that SLS cam. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so granted, it was a stick is. figure, but it fell in. It fell into the line of questioning and fell into the uh, way we was, was investigating. And to me, I, I trust it. The camera's actually picking something up. It's not randomly generating something no, through an application. No, it's, it's actually whatever that cam. It's kind of like a thermal cam. Whatever a thermal cam sees, 
It's oh, there. The, the, I mean, like the Kinect yeah. camera. Oh yeah, it's and it, it shoots out a laser grid and everything. Yeah, I actually yeah. have one of them. I had it for my yeah, Xbox, the, uh, but but I I need to find out what uh, program or application we need to use so that it it'll take advantage of all the you know all the. I the think spectrum. it runs off of Windows if I'm not bad too. It is, yeah. It runs off of Windows, but I, I need to find the exact one that will be good for, for ghost hunting. Right. I, I do actually have one of those that I actually was going to give away, so I'm glad I kept it. Well, Eric, down by Eric, they've got some interesting uh, places to hone it down there uh, South Carolina. Uh, when I did some studying up, when I talked to his, his brother and that bunch, I found some haunted places down close to them that are just like miles, two miles from their home. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, um, some bridges and stuff. Alan and I lived in a house that was, I'd say, haunted. It would, um, you know, things would move, drinks would fall over, a can would move from one side of the, you know, the the bar to another. Um, in fact, when I moved in the first time myself, I was by myself. I uh, <clears throat> I put my bed together, and you know, in the middle of the bed where you, where you usually have a support, <laughs> mine didn't have a support, so I put a couple of bricks to hold it up in place. And the first night I was there, I got in bed and I I moved around, and the bricks fell off. So the bed collapsed. So I fixed it and, and you know, got back in bed. Well, the next night, my son was staying with me, and he was maybe eight or nine years old. And I said, I'm, um, I'm going to go ahead and take a shower. So I went into the shower, and he yelled, Dad, bed moved. I said, okay, I'll fix the bricks when I get back. When I get back, the bricks were fine, but the whole bed had moved daddy corner room. Oh, that's funny. And he he just sat there in the middle of the bed. He was playing his Xbox and he was having a good time. And then there was times that he'd be playing his Xbox or not play Xbox, PlayStation. And he'd be playing and all of a sudden the controller would get yanked out of his hand. It was, oh, that's it was really fun. Yeah, my brother yeah. actually said they did a like a seance or whatever, and they said that the, the spirit that lived there was a uh, named E. So uh, you know they they did. Some, I wish we could go back there and, and investigate. That would be a place because upstairs they, the house belonged actually to my uncle, and then my uncle sold it to my brother, and <clears throat> then my uncle passed away. But things were happening way before he passed away. But my uncle had built like a little attic room. And if you went in that room, you feel the EGB. It was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. And so Alan's got some really good stories. It was like, uh, I think, spaghetti splattered against the wall. Um, <clears throat> Alan had actually a, a story Alan can tell you. He had like one of those mini collie uh, looking dogs, whatever they're called, uh, Pomeranians or something like that. And that dog would get all freaked out in that house. And he left one day and came back frozen. Pat died of him. <laughs> And it was like a, a wow. couple of years old. It was like a 
Dang. So yeah, that that place was a little. It, it was like a a mischievous. Yeah, it was mischievous, but it wasn't me. Well, poltergeist don't mean that play trick. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you of one time I was uh, with my wife, uh, well, we were engaged at the time, and we were in bed, and all of a sudden, my phone started playing uh, Hinder, uh, like an angel, something like that, a song for Hinder. <laughs> it started playing stuff like that, and it's like, oh no. And this time when you had flip phone. Yeah. So it was a flip phone that, that, that you could put some MP3s in it, but I didn't have that MP3. And it That's was playing funny. it through the front phone. So yeah, it was a, it, that was a really cool house. Well, I had a visitor last night. Oh. Oh. My mama burned three, two cups. Oh, man. <laughs> We woke they up can't. about 11 o'clock to uh, the ring doorbell going off, and the mama bear was, had come all the way up to the front door. And she, I went outside. I got up, and I come in here, and she went down down the ramp because I got a ramp because her way her mama was before she passed away. We had to use the ramp. So I opened the door and hollered, get out of the trash, and I took off running. You charged the bear with uh, the cubs. I'm always chasing bear. <laughs> so I, I think you're calling you bear whisperer. <laughs> I, I didn't have a paranormal thing that happened to me and the wife not too long ago, and I wanted to ask you about this. We were laying right. asleep two o'clock in the morning. Freaking light come on over by the closet, and the bed was shaking. Well, it is your anniversary. Well, I got up, walked over, was standing under the light, and the light went back off again. I never touched it. Hmm. Had somebody yeah, that, coming by saying hello? I got a feeling I know who it was, but I didn't know. It was just weird because, I, I mean, we feel the train every now and then, but usually you hear it. I didn't hear a train, but I felt the entire bed was shaking. Ooh. It woke huh. me up out of a dead sleep. That you know, you know, I, that reminded me of a story. When I was a kid, we lived in Brentwood, New York, and I remember as a kid hearing downstairs in the kitchen pots moving and stuff in the middle of the night. Yeah, and it, just as a kid, I just remember that, and I brought it up to my mother. Or she, her Alzheimer's and stuff, and my dad was still alive. And I brought it up to her and I said, Mom, I remember when I was a kid hearing pots moving in the middle of the night and stuff. And she says, Don't you bring that up in front of your father. Just like that. And then I found out later on, my dad got fed up with it and he charged to the top of the stairs because it was downstairs where the, the kitchen was. He just stood there and started yelling, hey, gee, get the heck out of my house. Show up and show yourself or get the heck out. And it quit. Yeah. And, uh, and my mother's name never bring that up. It, it, would, it would make my father so he got him so angry. I guess it happened for a long time. But I just remember little bits of that when I was a kid in our house in Brentwood. 
and and even in Puerto Rico, we had weird stuff happening. Not a, other than the UFOs you see in Puerto Rico, but in our house, we had like shadow people. You could see shadows moving around. You could hear people going up and down the stairs at night. Yeah, I don't run on the shadow people too much. No, but you could look and you could see uh, somebody like uh, if uh, the way our house was. If you walked out of my bedroom, you could see the the way the stairs go down, and it, we had a rail, but it was made out of so the the steps were made out of wood. So you yeah. the thum, thum. But if you look, sometimes under the bottom of the rail, you'll see like the top of a head, and then it just go right back down. Yeah. Or if wow. if not, you would see in like my brother's room, which was. I guess diagonal to mine. Sometimes you'll see something just pop out and on the door and just do that right back. So yeah, we we and, and now thinking back, it was like normal to us. We didn't we didn't think about it or oh this is spiritual or anything. It yeah. was like yeah, this is the house, and, and it, it's it's really wild. I wish we could go back to that house and do an investigation. That would be a vacation in Puerto Rico. Oh yeah. Oh, That'd be a good excursion, but uh, I've got one. Uh, I guess. Excuse me. I said that reminds me of a of a haunting that uh, I forgot to tell you about. Me and my ex-wife, we lived in a uh, lived in this old guy's house. He uh, he he was bad to drink. He he drank moonshine all the time. And uh, if you went, if he was drinking and you went up there to see him, he'd crack the door about that far, just enough to stick his head out, and he'd look at you and go, I've been drinking, come back tomorrow, I ain't going to talk to you right now, and he'd close the door. Well, by himself, wasn't married, nothing. Well, he died in that house. He was in the bed drunk. I guess he had a lit cigarette in his hand. It fell on the on the mattress, caught it on fire, and between the smoke and everything, he couldn't figure out which way to go. When he rolled off the bed, he took the mattress with him, and it between the smoke and everything, it just you know yeah. took him out of the ballgame. Well, me and my wife, first wife, moved in, into that house, and uh, every lock in the house, the front door and the back door, it only had two doors on it. Had them skeleton keys. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we never thought nothing of it. We went somewhere. We might have went to her mama's or somewhere. I, I can't remember now where we went. Come back, and uh, I had that key in my pocket. And I guess that old feller didn't use the front door much unless he was greeting somebody. I think he went in and out the kitchen door. We come up on the on the on the little old porch there, and the uh, house was still pretty much laid out like what way he had it. Mm -hmm. Well, I stuck the key in the door. Door wasn't open. Well, I looked at the key, got to looking at the lock, thinking, well, maybe I'm not holding my mouth right. Stuck it in there, turned it, still wasn't open. 
And the uh, people that was kin to him swore up one side and down too after he died that he was a haunting the house. Well, at that time, I was like, eh, that's just, you know, some kind of old wives tale of some, some sort. I stood there for a minute, and first wife looked at me, and she said, well, genius, how are we going to get in the house? I said, well, I'm going to try something. She said, uh, what are you going to try? I said, okay. I said, let me, let me try this. I said, the guy's name was John. I'm not going to give his last name. I said, uh, John, it's me. I'm sorry. I'm late. Can you please unlock the door or allow me to unlock it? I didn't even stick the key into, into the lock. You could hear the lock click. I reached up and grabbed a hold of the handle. Door opened right away. I walked in, <laughs> I walked in the kitchen. I said, thank you, John. I appreciate it. I'll try not to come in late like this again if I can help it. And he never did bother nothing, but you could ask, if you could ask her, I kid you not, every single solitary time you come in past 10 o'clock of the night, you had to beg him to open that door. Or that door wasn't open. That's, That's crazy. That's wild. But and he wasn't he, he was mad. He was a bad, bad person. Really, he went to bed at 9 o'clock. Regardless whether he was drinking, if he was drinking, he went to bed sooner than that. But if he is yeah. sober, he went to bed at nine o'clock. If I'm not bad fooled, he, he was a, uh, I think he was a gunner on the USS North Carolina. Oh wow! Yeah, That's I mean awesome. he stayed by himself, didn't bother a soul. He was That's like my uncle. If he was drinking, he would not have nothing to do with nobody. See, my uncle didn't made, drink, he was, but he liked being alone. Well, that's awesome. Well, guys, we've had some good stories. I think we need to wrap it up now. We're on about an hour and almost 10 minutes. We went over. <laughs> well, it's all for a good cause. It is for a good cause. I love the stories. I like it all night long. <laughs> yep. Well, we, we got plenty of we got plenty of more shows to tell some good stories and and more topics and, and and you know join in get some guests and stuff. So I'm I'm really looking forward to our next show and and hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Uh, you know I'm Eric. Um, I'm George. I'm Robert. We're looking forward to everybody out there. If you've had an encounter, whether it be cryptid or paranormal. George's email is right there at the bottom of the screen. Give him a holler. We'd love to read your story on the air. Or if you want to be a uh, guest on this podcast, get in contact with George. We'd we'd love to talk to you and love to be able to discuss your encounter. George, me, any of us. You know, mine, mine's there, too. Yeah, if you'd yeah. like to reach on, into Most me. Uh, have a ball. Yep, that's what it's all that's about. So but thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week or you know, or in between like we always do, you know, the three stooges. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed it again and, and look forward to our next show. Oh, and F you, Alan. <laughs> Thank you.